Now, you work for a HMO, correct? Yeah. Big Evil Health Insurance Company. Now, why do you say big and evil? Does Hillary know you? No, she doesn't. We're okay, because she evil. talked about the evil men. I was just wondering. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot to say about, about that. I mean, I hate agreeing with uh, people like Hillary, but I don't know. We're, we're pretty sleazy. We screwed the other guy and passed the savings on to you. Welcome to You Are the Guest, a weekly show where you can be the guest and tell people what you and your friends and neighbors think about news events and issues of the day. It's part talk show, part opinion poll, part reality show, and a whole lot of fun. And it's completely dependent upon your participation as a guest. To be considered as a guest for a future show, check out the website at www.youaretheguest.com for details. Now here is your program host, Bill Grady. Greetings from the great city of Fort Dodge, Iowa, and welcome to show number 74 of You Are the Guest, the show where we talk to everyday people just like you and me about their lives and about the issues of the day. Our guest joins us once again from Duluth, Minnesota. Danny, welcome to You Are the Guest. Thank you, Bill. You know I love being on your show. I mean, you're so smart, you're articulate, you're, you're clean. How do you know I'm clean? <laughs> I don't know. that. That phrase has just been going around a lot today, so I, I feel I should tell people when I think they're clean. I'm podcast fresh. <laughs> you're, you're podcast fresh. That's good. Hey, tell our audience about yourself just in case they didn't hear you on a previous episode of You Are the Guest. Well, they've got to know who I am. I am the most powerful man in podcasting. Um, I, I'm a uh, 30-something uh, Duluth, Minnesota native who uh, currently lives in Duluth, Minnesota. Um Born and bred here, moved back here for some reason a couple of years back, uh, married, a couple of kids, house in a nice neighborhood. Just your average Joe. Are we starting the presidential campaigns earlier than you remember? I hope so. I, I wish it would have started uh, the day after the last campaign. I, I love this stuff. It is just quality entertainment to me. Um, even if I don't know what I'm talking about, it's fun I just love watching presidential campaigns. It's like, I'm not a big football fan, but it's like people who really get into Monday Night Football for me. I love it. Now, you work for a HMO, correct? Yeah. Big Evil Health Insurance Company. Now, why do you say big and evil? Does Hillary know you? No, she doesn't. We're okay, not she evil. talked about the evil men. I was just wondering. Yeah, yeah. With the HMO, but. I mean, there, there's a lot to say about, about that. I mean, I hate agreeing with. Uh, people like hillary but i don't know we're, we're pretty sleazy why do you say that I, we just the constant raising of rates and um we recently had a uh had a big meeting um at, at one of our uh, nice hotels in town here um some of the big wigs from our company uh rented out a room in uh in one of the nice hotels in town here and, and had a series of meetings uh they're apparently doing this all over the country for for different employees across the country uh, the point of the meeting was um, we all need to work together and try to find ways to save money so we can pass those savings on to our customer. Meanwhile, they're sending these big wigs across the country, renting out giant rooms and uh, putting together big, cheesy slideshows comparing our employees to Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, it, it's it's just, I don't know, it's probably no different than any other anybody else in corporate America, but I don't know. We screwed the other guy and passed the savings on to you. Yeah, that's. I think that's kind of what they should have named the meeting. But they didn't. Yeah, they didn't, no. 
it's, you know, hurrah, let's all work together and be a great health insurance company and pretend we're Martin Luther King. Healthcare itself, and especially healthcare reform, is a very complex issue. So mm-hmm. how will people know if a candidate is truly sincere about healthcare reform? They, they never, I don't think they ever will be until we see a candidate that says the best way to reform health care is uh, to not give anybody free health care or anybody health care paid for by the government, it, unless it's a very extreme circumstance. Um, I think that's the best thing the government can do for health care is just stay the hell away from it. Now, we've got candidates such as John Edwards that said, mm-hmm. we're not going to leave any citizen without health care. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Uh Whenever the government gets involved in something like that, it usually makes it a pretty crummy product. Um, you can look at Canada, and a lot of people look at Canada and use Canada as an example with the universal health care that they have up there. But everything I've heard um, with Canadian health care always seems to be along the lines of long waits, um, poor health care. You don't see a lot of doctors going out of their way to, a lot of good doctors going out of the way to work in Canada to be um, Canadian doctors. Um, And when I think of the average Canadian, I I don't think uh, epitome of health. Um, It it just, it doesn't work. The government can't control something like health care. Also, frankly, health care isn't really a guarantee in the Constitution. It's not something, it's not something people are guaranteed to have. It should be something we pay for. And even though I work for a big evil health health insurance company, um, it would probably be better if people just went in and paid for their own doctor visits, which unfortunately right now isn't going to happen because it's so costly what was right or wrong with the clinton administration's effort to enact universal health care why did that fail in your opinion well my opinion on that had i mean obviously it was universal health care and and that's a failure um it it almost seemed like uh bill clinton was kind of given that to hillary clinton just to get him off his back or something um I just don't think they had the experience. They didn't know what they were doing when they were trying to tackle the issue. Um, And I don't really think they cared that much. I just think they wanted to make it look like they were trying to come up with this revolutionary idea of giving everybody free health care just to make themselves look good. But, you know, that's what happened for eight years with that administration is a couple of people who were just trying to make themselves look good. We've had a lot of administrations that have tried to tackle that and and give it lip service. But then it ultimately fails. So why do you think it it fails not only for a Democratic president, but also for a Republican president that also has the advantage of a Republican-controlled Congress? Because they're getting in in it at all. I don't think it should even be dealt with, really. I I don't think it's something that government should have anything to do with. Um, It's kind of been... Everybody right now in this country seemed to think that well, the government should be taking care of our health care. It's our health. Like, for some reason, health is more important than than anything else. And, you know, it's obviously important to be healthy, but it's not something that, for whatever reason, it's just not something that the government should have anything to do with. I, I don't understand why people think they should be getting health care from the government. Should the government be doing anything about high drug prices? No, but I... <sighs> This kind of goes along trade. I have no problem with um, prescription drugs coming from from out of country. Um, the whole Canadian drug thing, I, I just don't see any problem with that, but I don't see any problem with, with trade to other countries. 
Um, that's kind of a big deal up here with uh, people going up to Canada to get their drugs, um, just because we're so close to the border here. Um, and, and I don't think that's an issue. I, I, but instead of looking at, at it as a healthcare issue or a prescription issue, it should more be looked at as a trade issue. Trade or business issue. Exactly. What is your thought when the everyday common man or woman announces that they're going to be running for president of the United States? Uh, my first reaction is to start giggling like a little girl. Um, and then I'll, um, you know, calm down a little bit and, and catch my breath. And then I'll check out the person who's, who's going to be running, who's the average person. And I'll once again, start giggling like a little girl. Um, normally I, I think it's cheesy. I'm not against it or anything. And it's fine if anybody can run for president or, or any political office, that's, you know, great. That's the way it works in this country. However, there is one guy that, um, I'm a little interested in right now that I just heard about just a few days ago. It's this guy, Michael Charles Smith out of Oregon, who's, who's running as a Republican. Um, and as a Republican, he, he says a lot of things that I'm, I'm pretty interested in. He doesn't like to, he, he seems to be more towards the traditional, uh, Republican and not the, um, social conservative Republican. He, he's trying to get the Republican party or wants to, of course, get the Republican party away from, just the cheesy issues that they they kind of focus on right now same-sex marriage and abortion um just the social issues that are just kind of dividing the republican party away from the rest of america i think um and, and moving more towards fiscal conservatism and um small government individual liberties and, and that sort of thing um that's the sort of thing i like so this this uh, michael charles smith guy is great. I mean, he's, he really is just an average guy. He works for like Hewitt Packard or something. Um, he's not a political guy at all, but he, he seems to be serious about it. Um, I don't think he's going to get anywhere as I don't think any other, especially this time around, any other average Joe is going to get anywhere. It's usually just kind of fun to watch and kind of silly. And especially when you look at some professional candidates, such as Governor Tom Vilsack from Iowa, who ran two successful campaigns for governor and doesn't have a snowball's chance at hell at winning president. So why would just an average guy with very limited political experience be able to to win or go very far? You know, I've got kind of a weird take on that, and, and Vilsack is probably a really good example of this. Um, the last few presidents, at least since I was born and, and even a while before I was born, uh, this, this is really simplistic, but hear me out. They've all had really, really simple names. We had, we had Ford and Carter and Reagan and Bush and Clinton and, and Bush. And um, Vilsack isn't an easy name. It's hard to spell. And I can't see anybody uh, voting for Vilsack. It, it, I, I don't see that happening. It doesn't roll off the tongue. And kind of the dumbing down of America, I don't see them voting for a Vilsack. You know, I had that very same conversation with Vern Beachy this summer or this okay. past summer about that. And I said, well, what do you think about Tom Vilsack's chances, and he goes, he'll never get in because of his name, Vilsack. I agree it, with him, yeah. It's kind of a creepy name, too. It sounds kind of like a vampire name, like he's like he's Vilsack the Impaler. Who do you think is the craziest candidate out there from either the uh, common everyday guy or the ones that uh, would be what you would call regular candidates? Well, of the, I'll do you good here I'll, I'll give you one of the common everyday guy is that uh dude you've had on your show and and i've mocked quite a bit uh patrick fogarty the armchair president he's crazy but it's not like fun happy-go-lucky crazy he just seems kind of creepy crazy um and why do you say that 
I don't. There's just something about a guy whose campaign photo features um, the candidate, his wife, and their dog. There's just something really eerie about that to me. But you have to give uh, him credit for running. I mean, well, you, uh, at least I, I don't have to. But well, that's 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 true. But uh, yeah. for for example, I mean, at least he's not just belly aching at the gas station. At least he said, you know what, I'm going to go out and do this. And I have a feeling he spent a lot of time at gas stations belly aching for years and years and years, and it's just all built up to this. Anything that he can do to turn around the campaign for 2012? Stop talking about selling comic books. Uh, I think that might help. Okay. Hey, do you want the history books to read beginning in 1988? Bush, Clinton, Clinton, Bush, Bush, Clinton, Clinton. I don't know. To me, that doesn't really bother me either way. Um, I'm convinced that I'm still convinced that Hillary will be our next president, um, even though I won't be voting for her and probably a lot of people won't be voting for her. It it just it doesn't bug me that much. Um, I'm a little uncomfortable with it, I guess, or I should be a little bit uncomfortable with it, just because um, I I don't like the idea of us having royalty. But you know, we also have the option to vote who we want for, and everybody has that option to vote who we want for. And if we want to vote for uh, a name or a husband or a wife or a, a child or father of anybody else who's already been president, that's that's the way it is. If that's what we vote for, that's what we vote for. Majority rules. Yeah. What question would you like to ask Hillary if she comes to Minnesota and spend some time in Duluth? Ugh. Well, I, I I don't think I'd have that opportunity. I'm sure I'd be taken out in handcuffs at the door. But um, Are you one is... of those evil men that, that they would just say, okay, don't <laughs> let him in? You see, the thing with Hillary, the thing that's always bothered me about Hillary is everybody tries to put her in the position of being a really, really strong woman. And I don't see her that way. And what's always just kind of rubbed me the wrong way is I think she's a horrendous role model for women. Um, just the idea that her, her husband was obviously cheating on her with multiple partners, most likely, just right in front of her and right in front of the rest of the country. And she she didn't really do anything about it that we know of she you know stood by her man and tried to make it look like she's just standing by her man but in reality it, it's pretty obvious to everybody that she was sticking by him because she thought he could help her career and i don't know i just see that as a really poor role model for for women you know funny thing is i had that very same conversation with somebody else this week Okay. Was it your buddy Vern Vici again? No. The, All right. This time it was my mother. Okay. My mother and I were talking politics during my weekly visit, and it was like, well, you know, what What do you think? And, and that's something that she said as well. Yeah. yeah I, that's just, I was convinced that she was going to um, be divorced by now. I thought for sure she was going to get divorced from Bill and do kind of use that as a, you know, I, I'm doing this on my own and kind of use that in her favor. And I'm, I'm just, I'm surprised that she hasn't done that. And it, it just seems weak. It and would she seem like a weak woman? And would she seem a lot stronger because she stood up for herself and in, in the long run, she would have put Bill Clinton's bad behavior in the rearview mirror and could really then separate herself from definitely, it. Definitely. But now she can't. No, she can't at this point because. He's so uh, charismatic that she, I think she needs him to to run, or in her goofy brain, she needs him to run. 
of all the Clinton baggage, which will be the heaviest for her? Uh, the baggage. Whenever I think of baggage and Hillary Clinton, I just think about the bags under her eyes. Um, <laughs> thank you. Be here all week. Bada boom, bada bing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. With, with her, she's the Clintons are pretty bulletproof with that stuff, sadly. I, I, I just don't think any of that stuff hurts them that much. I mean, her, her husband was getting a blowjob in the White House from an intern who was his daughter's age. If that's not going to hurt him, I can't see much that's going to hurt her. And then lied about it. Exactly. And then he gets on TV after he's out of office and said, well, I lied about it because I could. I'm sorry, I fucked up. <laughs> hey, could you argue that people like Clinton, Edwards, McCain, and Giuliani are more like political brand names and will be tough to beat because of it? Yeah, yeah, I, it can very, very much. Although Edwards, I don't know if he's a political brand name. I think half the people who would vote for Edwards would think that they're voting for that John Edward guy who uh, uh, talks to dead people. Oh. Um, but everybody else, yeah, definitely. And I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing either. Every political candidate wants to be seen as an idea. Um, they don't necessarily want to be seen as a person. They want to be seen as somebody who's full of ideas and they are, they encompass an idea or they encompass a hope or a dream. And they did a good job marketing themselves. Definitely. I want to get your opinions on 10 candidates for president of the united states five democrats five republicans and here we go john edwards well like i said uh he's just bizarre and uh comparing him to to john edward the uh psychic who talks to dead people uh i it's weird that they have a name so similar um I, i was reading up on john edwards uh the politician and lawyer um and and i read that during one of his malpractice uh, trials, one of one of his am- ambulance chasing trials, um, he started talking about talking to the jury about feeling the presence of the cerebral palsy client of his. Uh, he he was feeling that person's presence inside of him, and he was talking through that person. He's just he he's a carny, a big time carny. Sam Brownback. Sam Brownback. Which one is he again? He's the senator from Kansas. Oh, yeah. And I, I lived in Kansas for about a year. Um, one thing about Brownback is he's 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 very, very uh, conservative socially. Um, he's a Catholic. He recently became a Catholic, which is kind of bizarre for somebody in their, I guess, 40s is when he became a Catholic. Um, really, really religious, sort of. Um, but he's he's really anti-abortion, which is fine. Um, probably the most stringently anti-abortion uh, potential candidates out there right now. One of the weird things, though, is he's from Kansas, and in Wichita, Kansas, there there's like one of the most notorious abortion doctors in, in the country. So that could be something that'd be used against him, I think. If he's so strong on abortion, how come he hasn't shut this guy down? Or ha- how come he hasn't had the power to do that? Barack Obama. Barack Obama. I don't know. Nobody knows anything about him. They just think they do. He's clean, articulate, and he's so smart, and he's fresh. He hasn't done anything yet that's bothered me, I guess. Does he have a chance to win? Uh, No, and I'm not convinced that he's not in on some weird scheme with with the Clinton people. 
I I have a feeling he'll be the vice presidential candidate, and I have a feeling that's been in the works for a long time, and he knows it, and she knows it, and they all know it. Mike Huckabee. Mike Huckabee of Arkansas. I'd be really, really uh, weirded out if we had another guy from Arkansas be the president. From Hope, Arkansas. They're both from oh, the same Is he from cow. Hope, too? Yeah. He's another man from Hope. I don't know. I don't like the idea of everybody starting to think that maybe Arkansas is a breeding ground for great political leaders. Um, I've been to Arkansas, and it's it's a breeding ground for lice, and um, that's probably about it. Uh, hopefully everybody would see see that, too. And I don't know. He's a Republican. He seems to be pretty smart, pretty bright. But it's just weird having another guy from Arkansas become president so soon. He's a Baptist, and I think a lot of people make a big deal out of his, his his religion, but I don't know. I don't think that's an issue. I've known a lot of Baptists, too, and they seem to be pretty bright. Here's another Arkansas connection, Hillary Clinton. Oh, really? There's an Arkansas connection there, huh? She has been breeding herself to be president for a long, long time, and no matter what happens, um, no matter if she's fairly elected or not, she will be the next president. I think there's going to be so much cheating involved it'll take decades for us to sort out all the cheating and uh, she'll be the next president but doesn't that sound strange (laughs) that we say you know she's going to win because she's going to be the dirtiest rottenest candidate i mean what does that say i uh, it's sad it's really sad but i just think that's i think that's what's going to happen and not only that but even if that doesn't happen the perception for a lot of people is that she's a dirty candidate yeah, but I don't think she cares. I think she just wants to be president. There's no way the liberal Democrat, liberal wing of the Democratic Party, which is pretty much all of them at this point, there's no way they're going to let the Republicans have the first woman president. Just no way in hell. And she's been bred to become the first woman president, and, and it'll happen. John McCain. You know, I like McCain a lot more in the last couple of years than I ever have before. Um He's a vet, a Vietnam vet, obviously. Everybody knows that. And I think that's something the Republicans could really use right now as a candidate. Um, that's will help a lot. Um, he's been showing himself as pretty tough, although his uh, short temper, I guess you could say, his short temper could maybe hurt him on the campaign trail. Uh, I could see him kind of lashing out at somebody and that being used against him in sound bites for, for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, But who knows? A lot of people love McCain um, and and have been for a long time. So who knows? He could have a pretty good shot at it, too. Joe Biden. Ah, Joe Biden. If if you're watching uh, like a Morgan Freeman movie or a Gene Hackman movie about like political intrigue and, and there's a presidential character who's like an evil president, but he's like kind of a generic evil president character, he'd look exactly like Joe Biden. He, he's just the sleazy, phony-looking politician guy. And uh, he, he's just, he, he's what you picture as president character. He, he just looks like the cheesy president in a cheesy movie. Um, his recent comments about, about uh, Barack Obama are hilarious. And um, What did I, he I'm say? That, what, uh, what did I, he say specifically? Uh, his, his specific line was, I like Barack Obama. He's so smart, he's so articulate, he's so clean and fresh. That's that's gold right there. That's pure gold, and I hope it doesn't go away for a while.
Sounds like a lyric from Cool in the Gang. Yeah. There's just there's nothing better than a, a liberal Democrat being accused of being racist. There's just nothing funnier than that. Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani, I personally think, has the best shot out of the Republicans of being the next president. Um, the whole American, uh, America's mayor thing doesn't hurt at all. Um, there, there are plenty of things that I don't like about the guy. Uh, his, his gun control stance isn't a big favorite of mine. Um, but there, there's, there's something, to me, there's something really Reagan about him. Uh, and I think that could help. He's, you know, he's got a screwed up family life just like Reagan did, uh, but he, he's tough. He's a real tough guy. You can tell he's tough. You can tell he's not going to take crap from any other country. Um, I, I think he's probably got a pretty good shot at it, and I hope he actually does run. So there's enough to like. Yeah, yeah, there, there's enough for me to like about the guy where I'd be proud to vote for him. Bill Richardson. Ah, Bill Richardson. Bill Richardson. The thing I like about him is that there's nothing in his past that could come back and haunt him. Nothing at all. I'm a Republican, he's a Democrat, but I like Bill Richardson, and I think it's because he's so clean-cut. I mean, he's like the boy next door, and there's just absolutely nothing seedy or creepy in his past that could be dug up to haunt him. There's just nothing bad about him. He's just a great, clean, decent guy with with nothing in his past that could be be negative or seen as negative in in any way shape or form there's no way you could show me a picture of bill richardson and say this guy hangs out at latino boy sex parties and i'd believe you just no way that he looks like a nambla member in any way shape or form for some reason i don't think you're serious about that what do you mean are you saying i'm being facetious or a little bit no just a little bit now i know that you've heard show number 72 yeah i did that was that was great what do you think the Democratic candidates, such as Hillary or Barack Obama or some of these other candidates out there, once they get that information, which they will, how do you think they'll use it against him? It, it, they'll be drunk with joy, and um, they'll, they'll start pouring glasses of absinthe and trying to come up with ways to uh, use it against him, and they'll, they'll have a great time with it, and they'll totally destroy him, and we'll all be watching and, and laughing along the way. This guy doesn't have a chance anyway just because he's so creepy looking, so it really doesn't matter. So you think that something like this is just going to take him out of the race completely? Something and, like this will be the final nail in the coffin. And the final candidate, Mitt Romney. Uh, he's got a pretty good shot at, at the nomination, possibly, um, I think. He's, he's a sitting governor, and sitting governors all have a pretty good track rep record for getting the nomination and, and for getting elected. Um, he, he seems pretty ballsy. He, he ran against Kennedy in, in Massachusetts, um, and I, I think he lost to him by, like, the lowest margin anyone has ever lost to Kennedy in that backward state. Um, but he, he's really well-spoken, almost to a T, where he's he's really good at being well-spoken where he's not talking above anybody. Uh, and, and that obviously can't, can't hurt. I don't know. It, it's hard to say anything bad about the guy. Um, and he's, he's certainly getting his name out there quite a bit, just letting people know that he's running. Um, I think a lot of people are maybe on the Republican side are worried that him being a Mormon is going to be an issue, but I, I don't know. I don't think that'll be an issue. I don't think religion is going to be an issue with anybody this time around. And here's the final question, kind of a true-false. Mm-hmm. True or false, spouses of members of Congress cannot be lobbyists, as stated in the ethics bill in both the House and the Senate. 
I would hope false, but I don't know. I, I'm guessing true. No, that's false. It, it is false. Well, that's good. That's false. So six members of Congress have spouses right now who are hmm. lobbyists. Really? Yeah. Who are the six? Do you have them? Um, I know one of them is from Michigan. Um, huh. Dingle, I think, is is one of them from, from Michigan. It's just a big social club over there, isn't it? Absolutely. Millionaire social club. <laughs> that's what it is. Don't get me started. <laughs> Danny, it's time to play Ask Bill 3. This is where I'm going to turn the microphone <laughs> over to you, and you get to ask me three questions about anything. So fire All ready. Bill, do you think it's feasible for us to just buy Mexico? Just buy it, make it a bunch more states or something, and, and just do away with all this nonsense with border security and immigration? Can we just buy that country? It's been a while since we've done that. I think I'd want to buy Canada first. Ugh, it's so cold. Yeah, but I like hockey. I'm a big hockey yeah. fan. Actually, I think it still would be cheaper to build a higher fence. Huh. All right. I'll give you that. Uh, my next question here, Bill, is uh, who's your favorite Beatle? Paul McCartney. Uh, really? How about for you? Uh, not Paul McCartney. I, I think the two good ones are the dead ones, but all right. I'll give you that. Okay. What's question? I'll try not to think any lower of you. What's question number three? Question number three, Hannity or Colmes? Colmes. All right. Good boy. You got to support the guys that support you. A good, good answer. Plus, Hannity's kind of a douche. <laughs> Danny, do you want to talk about your podcast and how people can listen to the wonderful world of Danny? People can go to wonderfulworldofdanny.com and they can step into my world once a week and they can hear me doing horrible impressions of other podcasters that they also haven't heard of and they can have a good time and just, just laugh for a half hour every every Friday or so. WonderfulWorldOfDanny.com. And don't take it seriously, folks. Please don't take it seriously. I don't take it seriously. Danny, thank you so much for being our guest once again this week on You Are the Guest. Thank you, Billy. Thank you, Charlie Rose of the Potosphere. If you'd like to be a guest on a future show, just go to our website at www.youaretheguest.com. Submit your first name, the town where you live, and a short description on why you'd make a good guest. There is no charge for being a guest, and you'll have the opportunity to share what you think and how the news and events from today affect your life. The show's producers will contact you by email if you're chosen for a future show. If you'd like to drop me a comment about this week's show, just email me at billgrady at youaretheguest.com. That takes care of this week's show from the great city of Fort Dodge, Iowa. I'm Bill Grady. Thanks for listening.